you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Damage Jenkins under center. He looks over a nickel secondary right now. It's third and goal at the seven. Damasek drops back to throw. Breaks the tackle. Cuts to his right. Now cocks his arm. Fires a line drive. And he caught. Damasek with a belt high grab. Underneath the crossbar. Heavily covered. And they've got the lead. David. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. I hope all's well wherever you are here in Studio 66. We're ready to roll. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. It's pro football's regular season kickoff draws ever closer. We're getting you ready. We're getting ourselves ready. You just heard a play there. That gives me an idea. You know, I've said this before for bum teams, like in December, if you're really bad and you're not playing for anything, yeah, it would be cool if there was a thing like one lucky ticket holder gets to play quarterback for the fourth quarter. Why can't they do that in a preseason game? Let's talk about that and uh, and much, much more. First of all, with the man seated to my immediate left, all the way from London, England. He's our resident Miami Dolphins fan. I heard him talking by a cubicle earlier today, announcing that he thinks the Miami Dolphins have a real shot in the AFC East this season. It's handsome Hank. It's enough. I can't bite my tongue a second longer. Why why are the Dolphins going to make a run at the AFC East this year? Because they've got they've got everything they need to they to put it all together. They're ripe. Mm-hmm. No one's expecting it. That's when that's when good teams make their move. It is something that people we can laugh at. But, of course, people laughed last year when I said the Philadelphia right. Eagles were going to be good. What is the difference between you saying the Eagles last year and there's me saying some, the Dolphins this year? Yes, there's some weird – I can't do the math on on the um, – uh, the what goes into this, but if everybody is telling you that this team that has not been good is about to be really right. good, then they're not going to be really good. It's it like never the happened. broadcast, you know that podcast thing that those guys are doing? I've Before everyone it. talked about it being really good, I was like, this is going to be good. Now that everyone's talking about how good it's going to be, I'm kind of over it. The broadcast podcast starring uh, behind the glass, our own Emma VP and her pal Erica Tamposi, I say 21st century answer to Laverne and Shirley. Emma VP, just a few days away now from the big debut. Make sure you, uh, yep, check you it subscribe out. to it now before the first episode drops. I did subscribe. I didn't mean that. Oh, anymore. thank was, you. That was a joke. That's so nice. Yeah, we have a trailer up there now, so you guys can all subscribe. That's enough. All right. All right. All right we yeah. get it. We get it. Um, but, yes, what about my idea, though, about uh, about? I think that it's, the, it's the paper line deal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Yeah, I, I think mean, people could get, but why not? At least one play, two plays. You've talked about how you could do it. Give someone, give a fan a chance to. What lead about a, a kicker? Lead a fourth, lead a fourth quarter drive. What if pre-season. it was? What if it was as simple as you get to try to kick the extra point, or a field goal, sure. or something like that? I'm, that I'm, I, w- I would sign off on all these things. I mean, listen, as the Pittsburgh Steelers have have shown us now, Roethlisberger getting stoinked in the head, Antonio Brown maybe isn't even actually. It's a good point, actually. Like, it, during the preseason, if we're taking everyone else out of it, we're taking quarterbacks out of games, 
Why do we, why does Justin Tucker need to be kicking field goals or extra points? The Ravens should just give that away. Let well, they have they essentially shot. have. They, they have, have to uh, the nice Danish kid. Yeah, that guy's yeah. got the the big boot on him. But yeah. I don't know how it benefits him. I guess he's the punter, is what he is. But he's not yeah. going to be doing place kicking. Not right. with Justin Tucker there. Anyway, that's a fun idea. I hope uh, Kamish Goodell. Um, is uh, has his notepad out as he listens today. Exactly. In the meantime, uh, a couple hypothetical questions for you, handsome Hank. I'm, I'm curious what you think about this. This one just randomly occurred to me. I guess not randomly. I am a, as I've mentioned before, I'm from Pittsburgh. Have I? We've talked about that. Yeah, I think you mentioned it. Um, and uh, so as a result, I'm a fan of all teams from the Pittsburgh area, including the Pittsburgh Penguins. But when I was a child. I uh, I really took to their best player, Mario Lemieux. I really the greatest ever, the greatest hockey player. Literally of all time. means the best. Literally true, and without yeah. and I don't think that uh, you you hear most much dispute right. of that um, anywhere you go. But uh, either way, I I took to him so much that when he retired for the next five years, I was kind of meh on the Penguins. I really couldn't watch him. I was like, ah, this doesn't feel the same without mm-hmm. Lemieux out there. And it took me a while to come back around and become a diehard once again of them. So that brings me to this. If you were a New England Patriots fan, when Tom Brady is done, the year after he has retired, isn't it better if they go 6-10? and 10? Don't you want that? Because it proves just how essential a guy he is. But there, there are probably two types of New England Patriots fans. There's the people who are in love with Tom Brady as the quarterback that he is, and then there are those that think Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. And, of course, those two, you, you, can, have, you can believe both of those things. But I don't think you would necessarily want to disprove the theory that Belichick's well, if you, a great coach as well. First of all, the, the research that I'm aware of, at least, is that the, the millennials, people 25 and under, mm-hmm. care more, a lot of, uh, a lot of people in that uh, demographic right. at least, care more about individual players, players than, than they do teams. Right. And if you're trying to make a case that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, it kind of hurts his resume. It kind of hurts yep. the case if the year after he retires, they go 11-5 and five and True. make a playoff If run. only we had a millennial Patriots fan nearby, we would be able to ask them. You know what? what? Luck, as luck would have it, I mentioned her already. Not Emma VP, but her best pal, Erica Tamposi. Here she is, Tamposi. What's the poop, sis? How's it Holy going? <laughs> What's she doing in here? Sitting right here. The whole uh, time. By the way, uh, we had a good time up in uh, Oxnard, California, earlier in the week. Tamposi was there with Sean Lee and Leighton Vander Esch and Tank Lawrence and the rest of the Cowboys. I encourage you, Nate Demand, go back and listen to that episode. At least find the, I'm going uh, to. the when interview. When was that from Tuesday? That was from Tuesday, yes. Okay. Now we're from, on the other side of the, of the hump. That's exactly where we are now as uh, we, we get ready to launch uh, the, the second full week of preseason football. And maybe it makes me a bad company guy or something but or whatever, but I, I, I have to stick to the no-jive policy. The month of August is a four-week lie for your eyes. Do not take the bait every year. And it's not just the fan. It's not just some random fan. You hear the people we work with, Handsome. Everybody yeah, around. Yeah, people get overexcited. Yeah, did you see Baker Mayfield? All right, settle down. It was a preseason game. What kind of defense do you think he was right. playing against there? Not to say he's not going to be good, but what you thought in June is still true today, and nothing that you're seeing in these preseason games should pull you or push you in a different direction. It's a bit like it's, what I call it is the NFL combine of, this, of the NFL season. Hmm. Interesting. I only just thought of that. That's fine. It's, okay. it's not your best work. It, it's fine, though. Anyway, uh, Erica Tamposi, you're uh, you're here, and you are the uh, New England Patriots fan. Of, also uh, a millennial. 
also a millennial. So yep, perfect. You're, you're the one, and you like Tom Brady. I love him. Not as much as you like Danny Amendola, but you've you've purged him from uh, from you know. You, well, it you depends what kind scent. of like we're talking about. I prefer Danny Amendola. You know, on the eyes. Ah. I think right. Tom Brady's beautiful, wait, 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 but wait, I think wait, Amendola's wait. better looking. Wait a second. You know, our pal Will Brinson from CBS Sports put out on Twitter a few we- a few days ago, I noticed. He said, look at these three handsome guys, and it was uh, it was Julian Edelman, it was uh, Eric Decker, and it was Tom Brady. It said, Julian Edelman? He doesn't just, he doesn't belong in that group, does uh, he? He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. But he's, I mean, wait, come he's, on, no he's, Decker. He's, he's no, fine or he's fine? For he's, fine. Not, he's, he's Edelman, so, like, he kind of is well, fine. I'm just talking they walk into a room. We're not swooning for that MVP. He's huh? all right. He's no uh, Eric Decker. No, Decker's number one. Yeah. I might even no, put Decker Amandola. ahead of Brady. No, no. Oh, my God. Amendola's no. not no. as good as Hands Brady or, or Decker either. Uh... Okay. That's a conversation for another your time. your show. I'm not That's a conversation for another time. Answer me this. Yes. Do you, do you understand the spirit of what I'm getting at? I do. Tom I do. Brady. He is he has carried some mediocre teams. He's also played on teams that it's a little overstated, on by the way, for the record. Greatness. Yes, Tom Brady. That 2017 team was not very talented outside of 12 and a few other pieces. It's a little overstated when people start with the Tom Brady's never played with anybody good on offense. He, he yeah. played with the with second Randy best Moss. wide receiver of the Super Bowl era and the best tight end of all time. Let's let's cut out. He played with Corey Dillon. I mean, it's not like he's never had uh, – Wes Welker was very good. There, It's not like he's never had uh, – I was devastated when Wes left. That one was – that one that was like my first talk about – Actually, to go to that the, was like that, the Bronx. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah. All right. Now answer the question. Yes. Doesn't it make sense if you're a Brady lover and he's he's carried you to unparalleled glory in pro football history? No team's done that in that span of time. No. Don't you want to don't you want to see him go down as the greatest of all time, which he may not if the year after he retires they don't skip a beat and they just 12 and 4. Yeah, but they won the one. division again. Boom. That yeah, would be bad. That, that would be tough, but it's also would you wish for the Steelers to have I just a told you record? my yes, I just told you my example. Mario Lemieux, I lived it. I didn't I I don't have to imagine when right. Lemieux retired it was kind of eh, yeah, pants, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think, See what happens. I I, I think when you put Belichick and Brady together, um you get that sort of greatness. I think both of them kind of separate. I don't think that they would hold up to where they are, if that makes sense. Like, I think that they're very much codependent on each other, even though that whole story came out when one of them said that they were, you know, I'm the one that leads this team. That being said, I think you can only coach someone as far as they can be coached. And Tom Brady is I hear you. there. I hear you. So, that but being said, I, yes, it, I, want them, I want them to not be good. Because I want, right. I want that's, Brady. I think I want that's – Well, obviously, I agree with you. It's, uh, that's uh, the idea. reason right. I brought it up. But that's exactly – but. You don't want if if it is if it's proven or if at least you can make the case here. Matt Castle is the biggest dent in the Tom Brady legacy, more than losing two Super Bowls against Eli. I would I would contend mm-hmm. the fact that you can say, well, Matt Castle went eleven and five. Now they didn't make the playoffs, and that's the one time they didn't make the playoffs in a decade. But still, they went eleven and five, which which lends credence to the idea that see, it's Belichick. You could put anybody in there and get it done, that then diminishes Tom Brady. Does it not, Eddie Spaghetti? 
it doesn't not more than losing two Super Bowls, especially when you're an undefeated team, the best in NFL history, like the most prolific offense in NFL history. How does that not dent him? No one, no Patriots fan remembers. They don't go, oh, the Matt Castle year. They go, uh, you know, 07 and 2011. I know. I'm just saying, if you're a Brady guy, the team was not that bad. They, the team was better then than the current team now, as I think roster yes. talent wise. Oh, the Brady 11 guy. and five yeah. team, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what helped that aided Castle. I don't think. I mean, or Belichick. I don't think people are that nuanced in their thinking. If they go 12-4, and four, Brady retires, and they go 12-4 and four and win the division, people will say, see, it was Belichick all along. Any number of quarterbacks might have been able to have similar success. You don't want that if you're a Brady lover. You want the legend of Brady to only grow in the years of retirement. Yeah, I want Brady to be, you know, like the Sandlot when the dog was way, way bigger because of the legend. I don't get the Sandlot thing. That's the, every, uh, people of a certain age, that's their go-to sports movie. Yeah, I, I find it's talking great. about Matt. It's a yeah. Matt Castle of sports movies. Definitely talking it's about fine. talking about great duos. Which of the Erica and Emma? Who's Brady? Who's Belichick? Do you think, Dave? Oh, I mean, I would think that uh, you got. Well, who's the brains and who's the the Emma's kind of Belichick? The, Erica's the... Brady. Erica really? goes out and gets it done, like in like saying hi to Whitney Cummings on the street, whereas mm-hmm. like. And I tell her what to say. Um, right. right. Oh, really? I think you're, you're on the headset. Behind you're on the headset. That night, but that's okay. Not that night in general. <laughs> I once saw these two. <laughs> There's a lot to hide behind. Let's be honest. Exactly. That's true. Probably true. Thick. Yeah. I'm having a fat. Remember, day. remember when we had? I'm having a fat year. <laughs> I mean, I'm having a fat decade. I'm. Re- it's really getting out of hand. It's. Look at that handsome. That's not good. I've, I've how heavy set I've I seen am. It. But it. It's weird. I feel like I'm a little bit like a snake. In that when I eat, if I just what ate, did you eat today? You can see <laughs> what I ate. Ham. You can tell. You can tell what I ate <laughs> I just by looking at my belly. Like a, a snake, basketball. you see it. You know, a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a yeah. It looks like I I had uh, a burrito or something. Right, right there. Well, it was Taco Tuesday. Um, yeah, that was two days ago. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> Taco Thursday. <laughs> Sorry, Emma. Hey. Um, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I want to say this. What if, so by, what would, so let's put it into, we're going to extend the hypothetical. I was going to say, let's put it into practice, but this hasn't happened yet. What if Tom Brady though, just decided for whatever reason, Giselle calls or I keep getting tripped up on that. Is it gazelle or Giselle? It's very much Giselle. It's It's not gazelle. A gazelle gazelle. is like like an animal. Gazelle, Giselle. I don't know why I can't remember that for some reason. I don't know why that's a... Just break it up into syllables. (laughs) Fine spot for me. Just syllable. Yeah. You You really thought that that was ever a debate? It's not gif or jif. It's This woman is Giselle. I love being condescended to... By a group that includes Erica Tamposi, who I'm not, I don't like to tell tales out of school, but within the last week, thought the Redskins LSU, uh, running back oh, no. from LSU. What did she think his name was? Juice. 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 Yeah. Darius Juice. Juice. There will be Juice. a better name, let's be honest. Yeah. I think yeah. I think you've got you're you're onto something. There. I feel like somebody already has that nickname or had that nickname in the NFL. There's been a few. Be redundant. Yeah. Um but well, all right, let's say Tom Brady gets a call from Giselle and she's like, Tom I can't do a Brazilian accent. You were just down there though, handsome. Yes, Can you try I it? I can't do it. Do Giselle, I'll be Tom. Hey Tommy. I I hey, need babe. to speak to hey, you. Hey babe. Tommy, Sup. it's time Sup. it's time for you to to maybe finish thinking your football career is uh, over. 
I love the guys. It's about uh, it's you know, I, mean, I love the time out on the field, but Tommy, it's really come home it's the to time me and in the, the locker room that I that's what I'm going to miss most. And I just I, you know, I'm trying to take that all in while I'm Tommy. Still you in the have league. all the rings you need. Well, just come home to the kids. Uh, if Welker would have caught that ball, I'd have one more ring on my finger. Ah, uh, you put a ring on my finger. Now come to my house. I lost to Nick Foles, <laughs> man. I lost to Nick Foles. How am I going to get over that unless I mm, win another Lombard? You make a good point. That was embarrassing for you. Uh, all right, babe. You want me to retire? Please, Tommy. I'll do it for you. Thanks, me, babe. It's gotta, it's Giselle. All right. Now, Bye. Now, Emma VP, you're Bill Belichick. Ready? <laughs> bring, bring. Hello. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> hey, coach. Coach, it's, uh, it's me. What do you want? You don't even ask who me is. You just know my voice. Yeah, I've known you a long time. All right, then who do you think this is? It's Tommy. Tommy who? Tommy Brady. Wrong. It's Brian Hoyer. No, it's <laughs> not Brian Hang Hoyer. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm got well, all right, now, bring bring Yep. That didn't go so well, coach, because uh it's not Brian Hoyer, <laughs> but speaking of, he's now your starting quarterback because uh the old ball and chain has asked me to turn in my cleats. I'm going to do it for her. I'm going to retire. So good luck in 2018 and beyond. Okay, man? Thanks for the memories. Great. Good riddance. Whoa. That's how it's going to go? Yeah. Whoa. And you love Belichick spaghetti. Love Belichick. <laughs> no way. So rude. Uh, so, okay. So now Brian Hoyer is the starter for the New England Patriots in the 2018 season. Who wins that division? Handsome Hank. Same team that's going to win the division with Tom Brady on. I want, uh, let's get to the bottom of this. You see the sign. It's hanging right in front of your right. face. It says no, no jive. jive on it. It's the one and only rule we have here in Studio 66. Do you, in your heart of hearts, think that the aqua and orange well, are I mean, going like, to win okay, the division? Look at the, look at the division, right? Okay. The, the Bills, Patriots are in it. That's the, all I need. Uh, let, let's go okay, the go other ahead. way first. The Buffalo Bills in, in a rebuild. They might be the worst team they in the NFL. They might be the this worst year. team in the NFL. The New York Jets, everyone got excited about Sam Donald. He looked pretty good the other night. But at the same time, you're going to have rookie and I told teething you about the issues. Preseason. I told you, Judging told me about the preseason. Oh, I know he's. I know that Josh Allen's a bust because uh, he rolled out in practice and and sailed the ball on a dump off pass. But I know that uh, Sa Baker Mayfield's the real deal because he uh, he checked down uh, to his fourth option on a play and threw a touchdown. Ergo, he's destined for. The I didn't Hall of say Fame. that. All right, I but didn't I, say any when of you're that. bringing up Sam Darnold, how I, he I looked said, in a preseason said, game. I, I, it makes me crazy. What? I said, when people get crazy about, about you, how what happens in a preseason game. If you hadn't interrupted game. me, I would have right, said, but it was a preseason okay. game. But you, you made my point for me. Okay. So I'm going to put, put it those two aside. I think the Dolphins are that they have the most complete roster out of those three teams. And I just feel like because they're under the radar, Ryan Tannehill's come back. I think they've got a good receiving core. I think they've got a great defense coming together. Where you're and, wrong is about and, the receiving core. Why? I mean, maybe uh, maybe Goddard is is uh, Goddard plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. He uh, may be fantastic, but he's not going to score. Who's their tight end? Mike Gasicki. Mike Gasicki. Gasicki I mean. is going to be is going to be a beast. Okay, so we're um, gonna, so we're so we're depending on a rookie no, I tight end. You I, you brought that up. Again. I'm just saying. Well, who's who's uh, impressing you? Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills. Come on. The and running just, game. Kenyon, lacking there. Kenyon Drake, Frank Gore, Kalen Balaz. I think they might be good too. I just don't think they're going to beat the Patriots. I think they could. I think they. Uh, if I had to say right now, and I don't, 
But if I if I did, I Come would on, say I'm going to make you say I'd say the say Dolphins it. two and then the Jets three. Yeah, but I might move the Jets up past them ultimately. Why? I, I'll my reasons will be revealed when it's time for me to issue my picks. But oh, unlike see. most dopes out there who start telling you what's going to happen, how does anybody know? You don't even know who's going to make it healthy before the season. So Major, when do you do your big Steelers? Reveal? I do my picks when it's the right time, when there's no more games, no more but games thought, of nonsense. Everything you the know, ones that count. everything you know in June is the same now. What are you going to learn? Because so I what, can't, I, what what on earth? Why can't you make your predictions now? Because what I know about certain guys may be disrupted by injury. It's not going to be disrupted by how they play in a preseason game. Well, they, what if they don't play in preseason? Assume they're not going to play in preseason games. That's the point I always make. If I were a head coach in the NFL, and I probably will be at some point sooner <laughs> rather than later, definitely on the you're not going to see my team, my, my star players are going to love me right. because they're not going to have to do you much in August. You don't have to show up in August. Uh, they should be there. I think it's the right. right thing to hang out, but I don't think they're, they're not going to have to, um, you know, put out a whole lot you mm-hmm. know I practice we'll practice twice a week you know throw it around but no, no contact right you know, i don't want that for that you would be playing a lot of quarterback i That's can imagine it. during the preseason That's exactly what i would yeah. be doing uh who do you got uh, spaghetti uh the jets um i think sam Donald's gonna be great i think the one thing that hank this point was making was like what it seems to me is that like, like we have Tannehill, the jets and bills have rookie quarterbacks but i think the terms of ceiling, ten, uh, uh, Sam Darnold's ceiling is way higher than Tannehill's. I would agree, but it, I don't think he meets gets to that height in year one. I think Tannehill's limited what he can do. I mean, I don't. I just. I don't. I think. And I don't think the roster is that good. I think the Jets have an okay roster. Isn't it funny how we do this year after year after year? Really? I mean, we 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 should really keep track of the ones because they they sort of fall by the wayside. But that's exactly right with Ryan Tannehill. Everybody, it's not like he was a third round draft pick. I mean, I know there was a certain amount of optimism that went into those who who uh, really were supportive of him in the draft process. But as it, like, well, obviously, I mean, uh, Sam Darnold's obviously way better than Ryan Tannehill. We don't know yet. I mean, the, right. the, half those QBs the, in the first round are going to bust. Okay. Or they're not going to end up being I'm willing right. to bet. I, mean. I have I, I may have blown a little smoke in this in this um, show, this Thursday show so far. But what I would say <laughs> is that um, right. If you look at Ryan Tannehill's 2016 season for real. And you look at the back I, half, the back eight, ten games of that season before he got injured. He was playing really well. And a lot of the the smart guys around this building would like to would like to pretend that that never happened. No, well, I'll tell you, one of the smart guys uh, who is actually smart because he agrees with you is Sean yeah. O'Hara. He thinks that uh, the Dolphins are going to be guy. good this year. Yeah, there you go. Damashek also thinks they have a chance. How about that? Well, that's not you've just been arguing with me for the I'm last d- fifteen just, minutes. I'm not arguing. I just said that. I mean, it's a little bit. I because I the bottom I line is I think the Patriots think would win. Gonna, but I, you have to this time of year. If you're not positive about your team, it's kind of sad. Like let's go into at least go into September, especially when you live with a team that's not always performing well. If you go into September thinking this season is going to be eight or eight and eight or worse, what's the what's point? What's the point? That's this is what we all do. This is what we're doing in September. Yeah, I hear you. Tamposi, who do you think? Do you think Brian Hoyer? That makes you a Belichick believer if you think that Brian – because, by the way, I, I just do don't think, think Brian Hoyer could hang. I think he'd go – I bet you with Belichick, I bet you he'd – and Josh McDaniels, I bet you he'd go about like 10-6, and six, and that would be enough to win that division. You think I the Jets yeah, are going he was with double digits just because Tom Brady's right. out? Is that going to make a – called, you know, Kyle Shanahan's being called one of the, you know, the best play callers and all this kind of stuff. And look at Brian Hoyer with the 49ers. So, I mean, not saying that he's 
you know, comparable to Bill Belichick, but I don't know. It's an interesting point. Boy, that's, I forgot that uh, that's how long ago the start of uh, Last football season, season is, yeah. is that Brian Hoyer was their starter. Wow, that was that's weird. That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Hmm, maybe you're right. All right, maybe you're on to something there. Doesn't mean that the Jets would win 10 games, though, and I still think the Patriots. No, but the, the Dolphins do sort of sometimes historically – beat the Patriots. Yeah, maybe that would be like one of those 8-8 eight and eight kind of division Yeah, I mean, if, if we're going – it's, it's annoying. No Speaking of that sort of thing, I here's another one for you. Who is – these are like hypothetical kind of random questions. Who is – and I'm going to start with you on this one, Spaghetti. Who is the quarterback that is the most important to his team's win total? In other words, if we remove that guy – Whose team loses the most games that oh, they would? Am I so saying easy. that right? Yeah, I get what you're saying. This is the easiest one of all time. I think it's easily Green Bay. Easily. They go from being – What a, was their final record last year? They won some games with Brett Hundley. He was awful. He, he was, was bad. miserable. But, and I think the yeah. roster's pretty lackluster too, especially after losing Jordy. I don't think the addition of Jimmy Graham does anything. Uh, the defense is okay, but it's not – I mean, they they would go from contending to win the division to being almost last place. Well, when I say 8-8 eight and eight and a team winning a division with that, it makes me think of the Carolina Panthers. They mm-hmm. – they uh, when they went on their – what was that, three-year run with Cam winning, uh, winning um, division crowns. I think the first one was an 8-8 eight and eight year. I think if you take Cam off the Carolina Panthers, that team would be just hot garbage. No, there's not no, a whole lot I don't there. think so. I think Olsen, McCaffrey, that's better than anything the, the Packers have in offense. I think uh, you could you could nominate the Seahawks for this if you actually I believe they were going to be one. good this year. I think the Seahawks about, are a great one. How about If you Houston? take Russell Wilson off that team, how bad would they have been? I mean, right, it, but I'm not, I don't really believe they're going to be very good this year anyway. So I, I'm not putting them at 12 wins and suddenly I hear he goes you, but if you took Russell Wilson off wins. of that team last year, just yes. take him off yeah, yeah. of the 2017 Seahawks, that team would have won two, three games last year. And that's probably, I mean, like, yeah, if you, even if you're uh, enthusiastic about the Seahawks and think they might win nine games this year, it will be because of three. There's not, there's, it's not because of that defense right. anymore. I'm going to say the Texans. The Texans? The Texans. Well, we don't. That's a hard one to. Well, there you go. Yeah, I guess you're kind of. That's interesting. I mean, you one. saw what happened with Watson right. last year, but I don't think he had a long enough tenure to like. Yeah, but I'm a believer. True. I. You know what? That's that's we're we're heading in that direction. Damashek is getting close to being ready to announce really? that the Texans return to their perch atop the AFC South, vaulting past the one-year wonder. Jacksonville Jaguars. Not one year wonder. They're going to be good too. They're going to probably go to the playoffs. You only get six spots though. I, 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 I'm not anywhere close to knowing who's going to the playoffs yet. I just know who's not going. No playoffs for you. No playoffs for you. Seahawks, Colts, Browns, Giants. Who else? Spaghetti, Bills, and somebody else, and Browns. Did I say the Browns already? Do Chicago? Chicago. And the Bears. No, for all six of you. No playoffs for you. All right. Do you really like that singing stuff? I don't know. Let's talk about – 
Let's talk quickly about this uh, since we're talking a lot of quarterbacks. Ooh, and then let's get to uh, Franco Harris. I conversed with him a little while back. One of the great legends to ever wear the black and gold. One of the most un, uh, unheralded Hall of Fame running backs. I know I say it all the time, and it's paradoxical, but it happens to be true. Even if you are you have a gold jacket, some of those guys aren't held up in as high a regard as they deserve to be. Franco Harris was the man on a run-based offense that won two Super Bowls before the league opened up the passing rules, and then it was a little bit more uh, Bradshaw to Swan and Stallworth in the second two, which isn't to discount the role that 32 played in the second two Super Bowls in the uh, 70s for the Steelers. Either way, Franco Harris, we're going to kibitz with him about uh, about uh, Levy and Bell and some of the glory days, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. Uh, you speak man- to him in the first half of the week. Or earlier than that. Right. Yeah, I talked to him a while ago. <laughs> a little while ago. I don't remember. I was in 2018. I know that. <laughs> it was in 2018. Kid. It was definitely 2018, wasn't it, Emma VP? It was definitely 2018. You were there. Yep. You took a picture with him and everything, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. He, you know what I remember about it is that he liked me, right? Yeah. Didn't you got some good ideas? He for must him. know you by now. He must have been been hassled by you enough. Times well, a lot to of know people exactly who you are. It's weird. A lot of people tell me I look like him. With you it. do look a little. I like don't him. really see it, but just because I have a beard. But a lot of people send pictures, and a lot of people liked it when I tweeted that. That the, they see the similarities right. between the two of us. But Thick yeah, set. Didn't he, Erica? You were there for that interview. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Franco Weren't say? Were you talking about his restaurant? And you were that was Bettis. Oh, see, I don't know. But what about? But didn't Franco's? Wasn't wasn't his wife? Didn't she say like I like that guy? He was funny. Those are the things I remember. She definitely said that. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely. Yeah. Emma VP. She did say that. <laughs> I know. That's what I said. Are you being serious? Yes. Was that his? <laughs> was that his wife she, or Staubach's though? Oh, maybe it was both. Let's say both. I think both. Yeah, Roger I think it was all of them. All yeah, their, yeah, all their wives. I'm delightful. I'm a lot of fun. Hey, spaghetti. You know what? I'm feeling hungry. Why don't you give us some noodles? So get together and canoodle. We got the whole kit and caboodle. And why the questions, they may be futile. It's time for you to use your noodle. Yeah. Here's your host, Eddie Spaghetti. All right, so uh, since I had my glorious trip to Seattle, uh, you asked for a Seattle-based uh, user noodle edition. So do you guys want to do offense or you want to do a defensive one? What? Uh, so you enjoyed the Pearl Jam experience? It was the best uh, trip of my life, yes. The best, the best trip of, of your, your life. life? Yeah, nothing will amount to that. Not wedding. Who else did you go with? Just my best friend from high school. But your love wasn't there with you. No. How it, could it have been sh- the best time of your right. life if, if the love of your life wasn't there by your side? Oh, he uh, was. No. Eddie, uh, Eddie was. Yeah, he was, he was. He was on stage. <laughs> um, she was – I told her, like, hey, you can come. And she's like, no, you're, you'll enjoy it way more with, with Landy, my That's Landy, true than, love. Like – because, like, me and him are both in the fan club together. We've been to, like, over – We've been over, like, ten shows together. And I haven't been with him uh, at a show in a while. So. What do you get to be what in, benefits, the, in the fan yeah, club? What benefits what of being in the fan club Do they send you, like, afforded, newsletters and balloons? Stuff? Uh, yes, newsletter. You get a, a <laughs> magazine. You get, you get like, vinyl singles. You get, uh, f- like, first access to tickets and events and stuff like that. All it's right, worth it. Do they have a cool name for the newsletter? Ten, uh, the newsletter is deep. Sorry, for the, for the fan club. Ten club. From the first album. Handsome 
Who do you think uh, between the two of us could name more Pearl Jam songs? That's a little definitely you. I, 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 you don't I, like Pearl Jam? No interest. You don't whatsoever. like them at all? No. I like. You know what? They're I like, huge. They're huge in England. Like that's that's like their number. I'd say two place. Spaghetti. Like, what's regarded as their greatest uh, record? Ten. Ten is their best. Their first one is mm. their best record. Sold really? the most. Yeah. Well, I'm not. That's not the issue. It's what's 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 the best. That's what most people know. Really? What's the news? I like the say? second one best. Versus. What was that one called? Versus. Yeah. That I like the, that. That's the fastest selling album of all time. Go. I remember buying it at the store. See, that's what like we talked about on Tuesday's episode. Handsome. Yep. We're now we 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 laugh. Oh, it's silly that Spaghetti is uh, has such affection for a band. You're in your twenties or in your late teens. This is the time. You you know that it's yeah, fun yeah. to go and see go multiple and do those shows. things. You got to do it. Yeah, that's why it's fun. It's it's not just the two hours or whatever that the band plays either. It's three the entire, and a half. Three and a half. Oh, that's too much. I'd get bored. I really would. That's sad. No, it's, no bands do that. Three and a half is awesome. Three and a half hours. That's too much. That's like a movie that goes. You're like, I'm here and I'm enjoying. You know, I paid my money, but I wish they'd just. I wish it's it like would end. It's like the third act of an Apatow movie. Like, all right, do we need this yeah. though? Is this essential to what we're doing here? Very. I wish it was four. Um. <laughs> Nice. I think that's yeah. nice that he is. No, I sorry. I went. I was. What my band, mind, my, my handsome. What band have you seen the most? I know you love Radiohead. Number one in your book. What band have I seen the most? Tamposi. Um, what's your favorite band? Um, it's more of an artist. So I've seen Justin Timberlake like a million trillion times. How many for real? How many times? Like seventeen. Yeah, like every time he's on tour, I see him in multiple cities. Um, I was talking. Does the experience change a lot? All the time. He is an incredible performer. Performer, His voice is unreal. I would think it's funny you say that because I would think that unlike going to see the dead who, you know, mixed and matched songs. And that was part of the pleasure for the diehards was tracking what songs you're there to see them perform. I I, I gather that's how Pearl Jam is at this point. And they do a ton of covers and everything, which is fun. Fish kind of does that. It seems to me that if you're going to see. One of those, what I don't even know what you call that uh, kind of music, pop music or Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake or Taylor Swift. I would think by the nature of what they're doing that the show is so choreographed that there couldn't be any variation. If you, it would, There wouldn't be a point to saying, I, I saw Justin Timberlake on that blank tour, four different cities. Like, well, you saw the same show four times in yeah, a row. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely like a variation, but he does different covers and he has this whole, like his whole thing is the Tennessee Kids is his band, which is like a full brass section and so like it is pretty choreographed but also they do a bunch of covers and did you see by the way the the brass uh the 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 gang that is doing rage against the machine covers yeah with the with the woman lead singer who you realize that uh compared to zach de la roca doesn't lose a ton because his voice tends to be Mm -hmm. on the on the higher end and who would ever thought that uh a brass section could add so much to Rage Against the Machine songs, but Google it. Look it up. It's awesome. Have you seen that spaghetti? Uh, the video you're talking about? No, I have not. There are, few, will, there are a few of them. It's, it's, it, it really is. I'm a big uh, fan of the band, so I'll look. All right. Yeah. I think you'll like it. Now, that's a band I've seen maybe four I will, times. I want to, but uh, Zach is not with them, so they they perform now as like Prophets of Rage, but that's not my... I think I've given that list. I've seen Tribe Called Quest on uh, New Year's uh, at... Uh, what, what, where was what, what venue was that? I saw Smashing Pumpkins and uh, Nirvana. Emma's shaking her head at this bit. At the Aragon, because uh, I've done it too many times. 
Yeah. I think What's so. Your it's also again? very personal, I think. I think offense, Eddie, in answer to your question from 11 minutes ago. Thanks. I can I can do what I want. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Yep. See, my your name is literally in lights. Hovering over my left shoulder. I forgot I'll, about that. I'll speak about what I want to speak about. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Let's do you. Should we do the music again? Just to I, remind people may have doing. forgotten what we're doing, so I think we should do the music again. So get together and canoodle. <laughs> we got the whole kit and caboodle. And why the questions, they may be futile. It's time for you to use your noodle. Once again, Eddie Spaghetti. All right, so, uh, Hank, you want the offensive one? I mean, just to move the show along, I said something. I don't really what care. What are you doing here? Uh, Seattle-based questions here, um, uh, two Seahawks questions. So I said one offense, one defense. Um, and ev- uh, quickly, everyone in Seattle, everyone wears Seahawks gear. So I get why Sully caught on and is like a super fan for them now. It's I mean, I, it's I actually, one of the great uh, one of all, the great marketing care. things that yeah. anyone's come up with is selling the 12 jerseys. Oh, all over. Yeah. Transcends yeah. in the age of free agency, especially unlike in the 70s, you could buy a Franco 32 and it was good for the next decade. The guys move on after two years, you may right. have heard uh, very often. So yes, that 12 fan jersey is, uh, is a good move. Anyhow, go ahead. Uh, so we could do, can you name the Seahawks QB and receiver combo who've totaled the least 10 touchdowns together and receiver combo can Whoa, 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 whoa. I got to go slower here. By the way, did you meet, you You, you told me that uh, you met some uh, DDFP people. Oh, we there. did. I met a, a huge fan. Do uh, they recognize you? He, he did. He was working in the stadium, met him uh, for a, a few rounds, and he's uh, his, his name, I'll give him his Twitter name, uh, Justice Scott, and his at ChasingJace1214, so follow him, great guy. Um, he is a huge fan of the DDFP, uh, around the NFL, move the sticks, uh, loves everyone here, including uh, Emma and Erica off air and all our, their funny tweets and everything, so he's yeah, he was a great person. He knows Handsome Hank as well? Everyone, I mean, he listens to every show. Yeah. Wow. Really? Okay. All right. Well, what is this again now? Quarterback and receiver. It's a quarterback combo with either as a receiver, a tight end, or running back who have combined for at least 10 total touchdowns. Receiving touchdowns. Wait a second. I don't understand this. So, wait, a quarterback threw the ball. Yes. So, it can't be. But it could be a running back catching it, a tight end catching it, a receiver catching it. Right. But they've got to be passing touchdowns. Correct. Yes. 10 times in a season or in life? Oh, uh, yeah, it would just only the, be. Yeah, just the combo with the, the quarterback. With in the history of Seahawks. In the history of the Seahawks, so in a season. The 2016 season, someone did it with someone. Or right, so forever, you, this quarterback and this guy had a number of touchdowns together. All right. Handsome? You Wait, I didn't get an answer to that. That was a question. Yeah, it's so it, is this yeah. too hard for everyone to understand? No, I got it. I got it. Well, I didn't get Why the answer to the question. Is it one season or of all time? No, just they're all time. Like who? Okay. They're all okay. time, right? So you name the quarterback. It has to be like a who have they done it with? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get you. I got. I'm, I'm there now. Um. Okay. All right. Well, wait. All right, handsome. You start us off here. Who's um, playing in this one? Is Tamposi? Is she still in the room? Tamposi oh, and how Emma. She does, I guess. Tamposi and Emma can talk amongst themselves, and uh, you have a joint effort. How's it going, buddy? Um, I wrote WTF question mark so far. Cool. Oh, so okay. we're gonna. <laughs> you guys are out. <laughs> Handsome, you're up next. I'm gonna say um, Russell Wilson to Doug Baldwin. So that's a good one. Ooh, I wrote half of that. I'm gonna go with. Uh, <laughs> 
you brought us to present day. I'm going to go way back to okay, 1976. Sure. I know. I had it on my list. Jim Zorn to Steve Largent. Yeah. And then I'm going to go right de- back to 1980 uh, somewhere. Now I'm, now I'm concerned this is going to be wrong, but who cares? Dave Craig to Steve Largent. So I had that one written down as well. Can I tell you something? I might be out. <laughs> How many chances do you get? Russell will. Just you just you can't be wrong. Mi- you miss once, you're out. Miss one, and then the next person has to, to do it. Russell Wilson to Jimmy Graham. No way can no that be wrong. No playoffs for you. Can that be true? Are you positive? Jimmy Graham didn't, I don't think, ever had a double-digit touchdown season with the Seahawks. I know, but he was there for three but seasons. It wasn't, but it wasn't it, season. Well, that was the question I asked. <laughs> oh, my God. You mean in one season? Oh, no, no, no. But either way, he doesn't have 10 total. Really? He Jimmy never, Graham did not catch 10, 10, 10 touchdowns, touchdowns during his, his time career. in Seattle. Unless this quiz is old. That has to. Where are you getting your information? <laughs> Wikipedia? No. <laughs> From 2011. quiz website. Wait, I thought you made these up. Do you do, so you do nothing. You mean to tell me Jimmy Graham didn't catch 10 touchdowns, touchdowns in his three whole time seasons. in Seattle? I know he, he was must hurt have done. for yeah. a protracted There's stretch. There's a computer in front of you. Yeah. He caught like, it seemed log like on. he caught one a week for about a month and a half last season. Huh? Log on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I think he caught like four in the in the back half of last season. What about Matt Hasselbeck and who? Warren Robinson? <laughs> yes. Well, hold on. I mean, that's you can't ding that. He's out. Or he's not out. And either way, that one's going to count, though. My, I, you're, I, I think uh, we're yeah. going to find so this that Jimmy is, this, Graham this did is, have. This is this must have been not updated from last season. That's that's wrong here because he was short up until last season. He only had eight going into. Oh well, he got he got a bunch. So, yeah, of, yeah, that so was his right. best season so was you're last right. year. So yeah, he, you're that counts. You can't take the one I just said. That, that would <laughs> of be, course I can. That'd be foul play on your part. Well, I didn't care. Matt hustled back to Corin Robinson. What a stink! All right, you know what? I'm going to take a flyer on this one here. I'm going to play it close to home. I'm going to stay with uh, Matty Hasselback. I know where you're going, and that was where I was Go going. Go Nathan Burleson. Oh, no, that's wrong. Okay. Is it right? Wrong? Uh, I'm going to stay with Matt Hasselback and say Sean Alexander because he said running backs. I He did say running backs. Um, I'm trying to think of. I, I'm embarrassed to say that I can't recall. I know another one. I know another one. I'm so happy. I know another one. I'm trying to think of the Daryl. What was his name? Uh, he pushed off. He got. Uh, he caught a touchdown in the first half of Super Bowl 40, and then they flagged him for pushing off in the end zone. Remember that? A lot of people point to that in Seattle and cry about it. Cry still. about it. You're right. Uh, what was his name? Even though it was a blatant push-off on the Steeler, and yet somehow they weren't supposed to be throwing flags because it was uh, supposed to be the Seahawks' day. How shameful that Mike Holmgren jumped in on that and also bellowed. I didn't know. I knew we were playing the Steelers. I didn't know there were going to be 12 guys on the field, including the referee against Keep us. Keep it going, Dave. I, I know what you're trying to do. Daryl was his name. Right, Spaghetti? I'm on the right track. Daryl? 80, 81, 82. You are 50% correct. 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89. It was war number 82. Daryl. Daryl. Steering wheel. Steering wheel. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know what? I'm going to just, I'm going to, I'm going to turn away from that. And I'm going to instead go 
Dave Craig, and I'm going to take a shot on Kurt Warner. No! That was mine. They, they printed this before, uh, yeah. uh, uh, before Kurt Warner completed his career, apparently. <laughs> really? Kurt Warner? Well, he wasn't not like he was a big pass catcher in the early 80s for Seattle. So, wait. this out, So, Handsome wins. Yeah, I won. So Even though I did get one extra one because I got the court. Does Handsome have to get another one right after you lost? No. Daryl... <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Jackson. Daryl Steering Wheel. What was that? Turner. Turner. No, that was Paul Turner. Dave there's, Craig. There's, a, there's also a Daryl Turner. But Daryl Turner. Daryl Turner. But right. Jackson. Turning the wheel. Daryl Jackson was. Daryl like, Jackson. I get it as you're playing the stinking music. There's a few more that I think you guys probably could have gotten. Uh. Bobby Ingram with Matt Hasselbeck and yeah. Jeremy Stevens, the tight end, with Matt Hasselbeck oh, yeah. as well. Russell Wilson, you missed two. Uh, Luke Jeremy Wilson. Stevens. No. No. Uh, Golden Tate and Jermaine Curse. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about Jermaine Curse, yeah. but Golden Tate is yeah, an yeah, obvious one. And then Warren Moon, Joey Galloway. Yes. Um, I would never have guessed that, that those two were Moon. in Seattle together yeah. long enough to yeah, put up two, ten touchdowns. Two seasons, yeah. Huh. All right. Well, that was a fun one, right? That was kind of fun. Emma VP? Yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> Erica Tamposi, do you agree with your friend Emma that that's boring when we do use no, your I, noodle? No, I liked it. You I like use your fun. noodle? More ready. It, I again, they're taking off their stars now. I'm just, uh, I'm just left, left behind. So oh, you know me! Wait, you wait till the thick cast takes uh, off, Eddie. With the thick cast. <laughs> yeah, with two C's. Two C's. Yeah. I was just gonna go and like you still have Eddie, and then I realized like, oh yeah, I can't remember any of the other guys' names to cite to say like you still got those guys who's the guy the bass players Jeff there? Amen. Amen yeah see how about that I know some Mike Creedy Stone Gossard Matt Cameron. Stone Gossard that's what I should get alright do you want to do one more handsome or do you want to wrap it up well another quiz yeah no <laughs> no I don't no look I don't. at it. Emma's just I mean Emma VP just outright disgust at we the idea the whole show to be a game yeah, I mean, well, we're talking about let's a not mess around. What are we talking Dave? about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a trivia, right. trivia game. Yeah. Time let's not to make this show trivial. All right, let's do it then. Let's uh, cut it off here because Emma wanted to. So if you I thought, wanted, I to, thought, what about the big interview? Well, we're gonna do that. Oh, That's I'm see. gonna throw it to her right now. I see. Okay. Here he comes, former Seattle Seahawk, and before he went up to Seattle, he also played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, where he won four Super Bowls. Did you know that Eddie Spaghetti? Did you know that MVP that he played that uh, Franco Harris played for the catch Seattle 10 Seahawks? Touchdowns from yeah, anyone? Because that was one of my other questions is about Hall of Famers that played in Seattle, and he was one. I think he that would have been kind of a better one than you wound it's up. It's too doing. short. I like that one. That was fun. Yeah. It's only like seven people. You see how you freeze, though, in the moment? I can't believe I couldn't think of Daryl Jackson. And then as soon as the game was over, I immediately could summon the name. All right. So let's get to it then. I had a lot of fun talking with him several weeks back. Number 32, he's not my father. (laughs) I only half wish he were. Here he comes, everybody. Franco Harris. Let's uh, let's do something that we've done with a bunch of Hall of Famers, and that is, in your mind, <clears throat> great, awful. I, I there's a certain play that I think some football fans may recall with you in your rookie season. 
Um, whichever one it is. It could be an innocuous play in October uh, against the Chiefs, if that's how you want to go. But the plays that resonate in your in your brain uh, all these years later, what, do, what that, that are most special to you or most painful or, or otherwise? Well, I mean, definitely that one play resonate, resonates the most. And uh, But – we want to go beyond that. If and you want it there, you know, you're, listen, and, you're more and, than welcome to talk uh, immaculate reception. And, and uh, I, I guess when I look at my rookie year, that I went into the league saying, Franco, you have to produce in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter is when games are won or lost. So make sure you're in great shape and make sure you can produce in the fourth quarter. And I have to say, looking back my career, I was able to really make some big plays in the fourth quarter. And uh, so I feel good about that. I feel like you kind of iced I, – I not kind of, you did, in fact, Super Bowls 13 and 14 with, uh, with your touchdowns there. Is it true that Bradshaw said in the huddle – before the last touchdown to make it 31-19 against the Rams. Did he say in the huddle, let's go, let, let's score a touchdown here and be the greatest team of all time? I've heard something to that effect in the, in, in the huddle. I think that sounds good. So That's, it's like, I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to call you on it. You say, yeah, you could make up an even gra- a grander story if you want. That sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like because I, I've said this a lot, and for some reason it applies to to the Hall of Fame running backs, and it's a paradox to say that you can be in the Hall of Fame but still be underrated. I think Eric Dickerson uh, this applies to, and I and I certainly think it applies to you. That in a weird way, do you feel vaguely underrated? No, not at all. No, you think uh, history regards you well, appropriately? Well, well, the whole thing I looked at is that. Every season when I went into the season, I never went into the season saying, I want to be the league, the league's leading rusher. I never did that. Every year I went into the season saying, I want to win a Super Bowl. And, and with that, I always said, you know what? I want to maybe try to make sure I'm in the top five uh, rushing. And, you know, and, and that way it makes me feel that, yeah, I'm helping our team win and achieve a Super Bowl and but I think about that now and then that I never went into a season thinking about where I want to be the leading rusher I want to be the leading scorer I want to be it that just wasn't you know I mean that just wasn't part of it and sometimes I think about that and like also I would say Franco you know make sure you're consistent you know, you can be up, down, down, up, down, down, up, down, down. I said, when you look at your career in the end, you know, just look and say that you're consistent. You know, you were, you know, you're able to do it at a certain level consistently. And uh, and so when I look at it, I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish, and it was accomplishments that were never done before. When we look at our four Super Bowls, twice back to back, and thought we should have had a fifth, but injuries got in the way. In '76. '76. So, so as far as that, I feel great about that. You know that I got accomplished what I wanted to get accomplished, and so do I feel 
No, it's like, hey, this is what we accomplished, guys. Look at this. You know, what do you think about this? And now you – and to me, it strikes me when I'm back in Pittsburgh or even in Los Angeles, it does feel like to me at this point in the 21st century, you're as prominent a face with that with those uh, great 70s uh, Steelers and teams. That's your uncle. Yes, Uncle Mike. That's a you know, listen. You you did used to look like Uncle Mike when we were kids, and then my dad looked frighteningly like Chuck Knoll, really eerie. That was always what people would say. Like, is that Chuck? Oh no, they would get closer and realize it wasn't him. And, and now they had to be Steelers fans. And now it's come full circle because now I always hear that I look like Franco Harris. Do you see it? Well, you're a little. Are you short. flattered or you? Well, you're a little short. Little short. I don't need short jokes. That's not what I'm here for. I mean, for Franco to get into me like that. <laughs> okay, you have a lot more better hair than I have right now. Thank I you. I, you know what? Hair. I was going to say it, but I'm a gentleman, and I didn't, I didn't want to say that. No, what about um, what about last thing for you? As uh, like I say, I know you're uh, still, uh, you know, uh, people still turn to you for opinions on uh, all things black and gold. What do you think as we sit here in between? I think a season that you would probably describe, even with 13 victories, as as a little disappointing. I think certainly most Steelers fans. What do you? What would be your prescription going into 28 to 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 write what was wrong? You know what? Uh, I just don't know if we can do enough to take our defense to the level it needs to be. Uh, uh, that's the part that, uh, well, the last couple of years, that's what my concern was, that uh, can we have a championship defense? We just haven't reached that level, and it's been, uh, it's, it's, it's been disappointing, at, uh, to say the least, and especially some big games, and especially against the run, which the Steelers have always it's 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 I I wonder if other fan bases feel the way when you watch that Jacksonville game in the divisional round it really guts you in a way that it's hard to describe you what what's happening they can't stop because you as you say my entire life it's been well of course you're not going to run on Pittsburgh however else you're going to beat them good luck that's exactly the thing and and you know now they're running on us well they're passing on us too I don't know what it is. You know, is it the talent? Is it the scheme? Something, something's not clicking defensively. Offensively, these weapons are. Oh my gosh, do we have weapons offensively? Mm-hmm. It is so exciting to see that. But, uh, but as I said, I, I, you know, like I'm not sure if we can get enough in one year to have our defense to the stage it really needs to be. So I guess that's still a worry. It does seem as though that uh, the way they're lining things up at this point, that it's all all in for one more go at it with this group. And if not, then we're going to turn the page collectively from the from the big three on offense and beyond. Last thing for you, I'm putting you on the spot. He won, uh, you won four Super Bowls with him. Terry Bradshaw, or two-time champion, three-time Super Bowl participant, Ben Roethlisberger. What about it? What are you saying? What's well, the, choose. What's the question? Choose one or the other. Who do you want? Who do you want to go to dinner with? No. Who do you want? Who, who's the better quarterback? <laughs> like I'll go to dinner. Whoever's going to pick up the check. Ah. <laughs> I'll see who does that. Well, Terry <laughs> does well on Fox, so I, I think he could do that for you. Well, I think Ben can do it too. I heard he makes a lot of money as well. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't have to choose. You know, I like I played with Terry, and you know, he's a you know one of the greatest quarterbacks of all times, and uh, it was a great plan with him tough guy 
you know, his arm was incredible. You know, it was a, really one of the top great, five or six arms teammate. of all time. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, to say to choose, I've never played with Ben, so mm-hmm. you know, like I'm not qualified to to make to, you know to make that comparison. So, uh, but uh, like I'm glad that uh, that we have Ben. You know what I mean? You know, I've he's a great quarterback, uh, but. I don't have to pick, and I don't have to make comparison. I, I, you know what? I could tell you you're wrong, and you must pick. But instead, again, I'm going to be a gentleman, and uh, and we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for the time, because, uh, like I say, I mean, my earliest memories are Franco Harris and Rocky, and going and seeing Lynn Swan run onto the field with double terrible towels. I just want to say that, you know, these guys told me you were not a gentleman. They did. I, I take that back. You are a true gentleman. I comported myself nicely. Oh, that's great news. I'm pleased to hear that. Good. That's uh, that's very flattering. Yes, thank you. Do you want before you go? Do you want to sing the uh, Steeler polka? Da 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 da. No, but I do want to say that uh, Franco, Franco. Uh, that I grew up now. So I, I grew up my childhood team because where I grew up, I grew up an Eagles fan. So you know, I'm an AFC guy and. You know, and no doubt that you know the Patriots, man. You know they're they're great. You know and AFC, but I'm going with my childhood team. It's like unbelievable. My childhood team was in the Super Bowl. Who would have thought, right, that that part of Pennsylvania would get to the Super Bowl? Who would have thought that? Well, now they could do us a real <laughs> solid by uh, keeping the Steelers as the only team with six. So and, we and so I'm gonna say. Fly, Eagles, fly. (laughs) (laughs) Now that could go viral. Franco Harris singing Fly, Eagles, fly. I don't know about that. But but either way, yes. On behalf of my – Be a nice guy now. Be a nice guy. No, uh, with my my Chuck Knoll-looking father and and, uh, Franco Harris-looking uncle, we we loved watching you through your entire career, and uh, it's a great thrill for me to get to talk to you. Thank you. This was great. Thank you. All right, there he goes. The great 32, a Hall of Famer for all of time. Uh, So thanks to him. Thanks to Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass. A fine trivia, uh, batch of trivia today. Emma VP. I don't know, you know, for her cynicism. It keeps, you know, keeps Mm -hmm. me honest, I think, you know. I think she just can't wait to watch tonight's big preseason games. Oh, yeah, enjoy those tonight, Emma VP, Erica Tamposi. Make sure, I say it again, make sure you're uh, subscribed so that you get it. Right when it it becomes available to you early next week, the broadcast podcast, download it and uh, subscribe and all that stuff so you're ready for it. While you're there, go ahead and do it right there. I don't know why my voice turned into Peter Brady's, but go ahead and uh, do the same with Daves of Thunder. Solid gold stuff there. Handsome Hank will probably be starting an independent podcast somewhere. I've already had that discussion twice this week, Dave. It's true, you have. You and Eddie Spaghetti, right? Yep, me and Eddie. Good. Thick cost. Deep dive into Pearl Jam and the castrating sheep. Yep. Cows. Cows. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.